woman entrepreneur. Is it something new to this region? We are not, uh, you know, just a shadow or something. What is a brand for you? Brand is the soul of a product and service. The business is people to people. It's not just the product, it's everything around it. Rethinking of retail is essential to survive. Don't think of a product to sell, but think of, guess what? Is it really that easy to make money here? If you have a story that resonates with people, it will come to you. woman entrepreneur. Is it something new to this region or particular Saudi Arabia? What is the story maybe you can tell us that was take us long back time? Well, let, let me take you to the first story yeah. I've met and the first yeah. story I like I believe it was the introduction for entrepreneurship for women's. So uh, there was one uh, class where we hear about stories of, uh, of Muslim history and Islamic history in general. And there is the story of uh, Khadija, radiyallahu anha, the, uh, the, the, we call her the mother of Muslims. Yeah. And uh, she is the first wife of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu So she, uh, she was a rich woman, have her own business, and she hired the Prophet to, to work for her. Oh, really? Yeah, so I remember hearing this story as young as nine years old. And um, at that time, you wouldn't think much of it, but you would assume it's normal for her that she's, she have her own businesses and she's hiring the prophet and then um, he marries her and then he uh, run the business on her behalf. So wow. this is, was the first encounter I believe with business women in history. And this is something that we learned um, at a young age. So there is a lot of examples from the region uh, before even uh, the existence of Saudi and after that uh, story of brave women who fought against, uh, you know, against the other militaries and lead their, you know, their tribes or nations to, to the win. Um, you know, there's the great stories that is um, uh, in the history there. And we, we, we were lucky to hear them and grow um, to, to see them and, you know, take them as an example and an inspiration for us. There is a lot of misconceptions and, uh, you know, misinformation about women in the region. And I think over the last few decades, uh, things have changed and even foreigners understand more that uh, we are not oppressed and we are not, uh, you know, just a shadow or something. Uh, you know, the, that's the thing that I've heard recently that shocked me, that one of the ladies was doing the lecture and said women... Arab women dress in black because they're shadow of their husbands. Well, <laughs> I, know. I don't want to say anything, but um, maybe she was misinformed. She didn't have enough information. Yeah. Maybe she didn't visit even the region to see how women are leaders already. Yeah. So, yeah, she might need to attend a few courses. A few courses. Oh, maybe listen to our podcast yes. also. And then so she can uh, clear that up. This part of the world has incredible leaders. They're not just people who they're true. just to do something for themselves. They're truly people to lead the, their tribes, to lead their countries. Yes. And yeah, I've and seen... nations to and the success and prosperity. And absolutely. And I am always surprised by the women also in the governments. Yeah, I think the support from the government and the leaders to women's sector and, you know, imp- this empowerment that we see in the last few decades have changed women and set them uh, like ahead of many 
uh, women's in the region. Um, I'm talking about Arab regions and um, you know uh, develop other developing countries. So this is a huge step for everyone, and mm-hmm. I wish that we can share more of the, what women have been uh, able to accomplish, whether it's as a leaders in the government or as a leaders in uh, private sector. What is a brand for you? Uh, brand, it's image, mm-hmm. it's personality, it's identity. Any products, any service must have all this. You cannot be Nina if I cannot describe your personality. Yeah. You cannot be Nina if I cannot describe your beliefs, your thoughts. It's it's the soul. Yeah. Brand is the soul of a product and service. Without this soul, it's just nothing. It's just something solid on the table. Brand strategy is your long-term plan of how you want to develop your brand. It's based on your business strategy. As you take your company and break it into small pieces, you understand your product, you understand your audience very well. You need to understand the market you're going to you know, launch with. You need to understand your competitors, all the market dynamics and all ecosystem that you want to create. And then you put it back, back, and then based on that, you create your vision, your mission, your purpose, your values your beliefs, your value propositions, your marketing plans, your HR plans, your financial plans, your innovation, and so on. Everything, it touches all aspects of your business. Branding and brand strategy is a business development. Yeah. I think the, that's, that's the foundation where you built your whole corporate on. Yeah. Because as I said, it's the social responsibility. It's the mission. It's the vision. Everything has to go into the orbit of the brand itself. Yeah, yeah. Because I cannot go to the market or I cannot do business if I don't know who I am. If I don't know where I'm going, all the roads are the same. Storytelling in strategy plays an important role now. So strategist is not the person who just put the strategy and formalize things, but they also a storyteller. So... The same thing with our brand strategy, right? It's yep. also a beautiful story after you formalize it. And that helps people internally to believe in it, to be inspired and go, not just for the customers to feel part of this movement, but also for people internally to be inspired. And that's what I started saying, that how many times all of us just bought things without comparing. There might be other things which are much better in the market. There might be other things which are much even cheaper. But we never we never do this comparison because we are obsessed by a brand. This a is the power of the brand. We just go and buy it. A lot of people say, oh, you know, the brand means that it's something very expensive. No. But it's not. It's that no. willing, you willingly want to pay premium for it. You're willingly paying for it above the average price on the market. And you do it because you believe in it. Because this brand has managed to reach out psychologically to me. Absolutely. This brand has understand what do I need? How do I think? How do I buy? Absolutely. So if your brand strategy can fit into these stages of a consumer behavior, definitely the consumer will end up with the nice box of your brand on his table. Absolutely. And they will buy it again and again and again and ask others to buy it also. It is super, super essential for startups at least if you don't have the financial capabilities now, but have the mindset. Mindset, Have yeah. the mindset to know that I need to do a brand strategy. Yeah. Maybe after the launch, maybe after a year, after two, but have the mindset, believe in it. 
embrace it, understand it. It is a must for the business. I believe, Nina, today the business is people to people. It's human to human rather than yeah. organizations to people. So what's happening, people follow people. And what is proven already and approved that uh, some clients, they would follow from one brand to another one, not because they switch preferences, but because their staff or the sales associate, yeah. they left one brand and they joined another one. I think that, you know, how do you want them to remember you? It's a very powerful statement that says it all, that it's not just the product, it's everything around it. Do you have any cases, interesting cases that you're currently working on? I do. I will not disclose the names yeah, of, yeah, the, of, of my yeah. clients, but uh, yes, you know, we can talk about the product or we can talk about the services or we can talk about the food, which is product itself. And when we think about uh, French luxury cuisine, right, and uh, what it embodies, it's not only about what you eat, but it is how you eat and how it is served to you. So you don't go to the just restaurant, and which is a luxury place, just to have a nice steak right <laughs> or you want to be cherished you want that this person will explain to you and will put you in the dream of how it was cooked from where it was done he will tell you the storytelling about this piece of meat you know that you could actually also have at home but he put you in the ambience in the um envelope of uh of the, you know, French, and you have a taste, you have an understanding and the feeling that you travel to France uh, to eat that steak, you know. So how it is created? It is from the moment that you enter uh, to the restaurant. It's the music that you hear, it is the temperature, it is the sound of um, some music that you would listen in Paris maybe. Uh, it is uh, the how people will accompany you to the table, it is the suggestion that of the wine that they will give you together with your dish. It is uh, what the moment that they bring it to you, how will they serve you, the jests, how they will look to your eyes and what they say to you and with which tone they say to you. All those moments, all those um, points, they create an image about the brand. And that will, will play a final, will influence your final decision for the next time if you will be back or not because a piece of steak you can find in any restaurant in Dubai but yeah. it's what it is going behind that uh, beyond that piece of steak actually matters more and that's yeah. what I'm working on on how do you embody your brand not only through your product but which is going together with the colors music and all the what the clients create an emotion uh, together uh, with the product I think people like changing these days Exactly. That feel of loyalty, it's, it's quite hard to earn by the company. Trust and that loyalty. Exactly. And they, then asking them to refer to others so that the referral... And the word of mouth, right? Word so of mouth, absolutely. That, that reflects, like, you know, if uh, 10 years ago it was one unsatisfied client uh, bring you 10, we'll talk to 10 people, uh, to his friends and family. So if he's not happy, that affects your brand loyalty now with the social media accounts it's multiplied at least by 10 you know or yeah. you can yeah. so really um i believe that product is important but then how the brands actually embodies and that's what i'm working on to to build the customer experience uh 
own the space to be to be positioned and to be remembered in the right way by the client and to drive your traffic back to drive your clients back and that's what actually improves your yeah. customer satisfaction and finally your turnover in the end so if we would put the kpi uh, your sales, that's how you drive sales through the customer satisfaction. You go and see hundreds of products, right? Hundreds of brands. How do you know which one to choose? How do you know that this is the product over, you know, that you want for your company rather than those stands that are also available? One million dollar question, right? <laughs> and then we know uh, that all the secrets and... <laughs> Success story. Um, well, as you said... Uh, dozens, hundreds of products being released uh, on a daily basis. And nowadays, the market is so overloaded, mm. is so saturated by everything. So to really find the gap in the market, whether it's a product or a service, because at the end, the same approach applies throughout. It's, here, it's really a, a treasure hunt. And you need to have that, that vibe, that enthusiasm, that passion, but at the same time, a great structure to be successful. Don't think just at the product. Mm. Don't think of a product to sell, but think of, guess what, the story to tell. And that's what I kept telling my buyers whenever, even from the moment I was recruiting them during the, during the interview process, because it is a process. The buyer is not, uh, is not a shopper. You don't shop for what you like, right? Uh, buying, it is, uh, it is a highly structured environment. You have to think first and foremost of your clients' needs. So identify the needs and then think of what product will solve that needs. So provide a solution. That, and I'm getting goosebumps, that is what gives you a successful product. So obviously you need to understand who they are, who's your customer. There's so much that goes behind it. That's why we need a structure. I don't know if you feel, especially here in the Middle East, the whole rethinking of retail for local brands, I'm not talking about the rethinking of from the trader mentality more to the brand building mentality, value creation, I think is essential in order to survive. What changed not only the market, but even the client. So the client nowadays is more and more savvy. It's highly educated when it comes to product. Yeah. They tend to come to the to the store. They can. They tend to land on your on your website already knowing what they're what they're after, uh, because they've seen it on social media. They've seen it on TikTok. I see it even just my my own daughters. They they're so highly educated on uh, on on everything. The whole thing is how how important is to have an idea or what is more important actually? Yeah. To act on it. Yeah. So it's interesting that you say that because I have a lot of people who come to me and say, "Oh, you're a co-founder, so whose idea was it?" Mm. And I'm like, "Well, it was it was my business partner. I've never really been an idea person. I'm a doer. Like if you give me anything to produce, I will get it done." No complaints, head down, I'll find a way, I'll get it down. I'm a hustler. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Um, so I didn't feel, and I, I feel a lot, a lot of people will tell me, oh, but I wish I had an idea so I could do something. An idea is really, that's it, it's an idea. Unless you bring the team around it, unless you get the right team and the right traction around it, and you have the right story to your brand, nothing will happen. It's just an idea. How many times do you hear people say, oh, 
that idea, Facebook, I thought of Facebook five years before it came out. <laughs> I thought of Google three years before it came out. And I was like, yeah, okay. we all thought about it at some point, you know, yeah. but it, it's irrelevant who thought about it, who actually made it happen, because that's where the work really comes into it. Is it really that easy to make money here and to meet millionaires who are ready to invest? I mean, listen, if you have a good idea um, and you, you tell your story in the way that it resonates with people, and it doesn't matter if I'm telling my story to a consumer or I'm telling it to an investor. If you have a story or have a brand that resonates with people, it will, it will come to you. Yeah. Uh, they will come to you. You will start looking and then they will start coming to you. We, we've gotten small injections of um, cash into our business to launch it. We are raising again. Um, once your story comes out, then people are interested in hearing more, you know? But as we said, anybody can have an idea. So at the end of the day, if somebody's gonna come and invest in us, it's really gonna be about Sprout as a team. Who are the people behind Sprout? What can they do? And why Why do they, why should they believe in us? So yeah. it's, you have to pitch the brand and the story, and then you also have to pitch yourself because at the end of the day, you're raising your hand and saying, this is the idea, and I'm the perfect person to, to do it. What does really drive you? I mean, a startup is not so much money, right? No, no <laughs> so unfortunately. Not yet, not yet. Not yet, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> That's um, just to creating an impact and really making a difference, I think. When you find... The thing is, when you find something you're really passionate about, I have found that it's so easy. When I talk to people about Sprout, I find that they kind of gravitate towards me. Um, not me, but the the idea, you know? And then... I realized like a year into it, I was like, this this can be really big. It was, I think, in the Arabian business. Mm -hmm. The idea of that for women entrepreneur is still difficult in the Middle East mm -hmm. to deal with the investors and raise money. Mm. I haven't had that feeling, to be honest. Um, I don't know, maybe it's, the, maybe it's the type of people I spoke to. But did you feel that? Do you feel that? Um, I, I do. Definitely. Yeah, we've been in some very uncomfortable, awkward situations where we have had to either defend things that we defend things about Sprout or defend things about ourselves, which 100% would have never come up if we were male. Like, um, like parenthood. Like I'm, I'm very involved with other, I'm very involved with other women entrepreneurs in the region yeah. too and startups. And just we'll meet randomly um every now and then and you'll hear some of the even the stories that they get but uh i mean we've been i've been asked questions but, but this has happened to me also on interviews not necessarily only with investors to be clear um but i've been asked so what do you do if your baby gets a fever and i said i don't know what do you do when your baby gets a fever yes sir. i i how do i there's no right or wrong answer so i'm gonna let my baby fry is that okay? I'm, I will be here. Like, what is the right answer? You yeah, know, what is the right? Answer? I don't know. I have three nannies. Like, there's no right yeah, answer. Don't worry. It doesn't bother so, me. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how to answer that question. There's no right or wrong. And also, it would never, ever have been phrased to a man. Um, and yes. I mean, that's just one random example. But there has been tidbits where I, I think, especially because most of the investors are men, it's really interesting. But I find that as a challenge. Like, how do we get them to see our side? Because at the end of the day, we're 50% of the population. So at some point, somebody has to sell to us, right? <laughs> so, so it's really about if you can persuade somebody like that to get on your side, I think you're solid. You know, not 
not beg again, not beg, not please, I can do this. It's more like, this is the story. This is why Sprout was created. There's a reason behind it. And he, there's a huge market waiting for it, you know? Yeah. And that's, then there's no reason, there's no doubts there. But I have found it a little bit to be a little bit more difficult here um, to be in business than other areas of the world where I've worked. That's a great advice, you know? Yeah, you could be asked all kinds of strange questions, but if you know what you're doing it for, where are you going with it? You have a strong business model behind it and the yeah. character. Why not?